Hi and welcome. I'm Barb. And I'm Rafaela. And this is Recovery, Recovery 201. 201. Wow, we're getting better at this. <laughs> well, welcome everyone and thank you for joining us. Um, we wanted to come on and um, we had some time, as we all do in quarantine. And um, I'm just excited to uh, come on and talk to our friend, uh, Rochelle, we have with us today. Um, who shared with us before and um, she's just so solid in her recovery that I wanted to bring her on and um, me and Raf wanted to have a discussion about how we're re maintaining our um, positive and healthy relationships during this time of um, real uncertainty. So what do you guys think? You want to talk about that? <laughs> it's such a wonderful topic, isn't it? I think it is. I think it's very important and more... Um when it feels like the world is falling apart and there is so much negativity and so much bad news, all the news are bad news, you know, it, it can get, it can get tough, it can get hard, it can get, um, um, you can get wrapped up in all of it and don't see how we can get out of it, alive at least, you know, so I feel like it's important to, to have this healthy accountability and healthy people in your life where you can count on and it can bring bring you back to what truly matters and that's to me it's knowing deeply that god's plan for my life is good no matter what is happening around me you know right. so um welcome rochelle i love you so much <laughs> It's so good to see your face. We're on Zoom so we can see each other's faces because I miss everyone so much. This is a really difficult. Is it difficult for you, Rochelle? Because I'm a hugger. Yes. So let's be honest. The number one phone call we're all getting right now is people calling to express the amount of worry that they're dealing with right now. Yes. Um, I. This is definitely something that none of us have experienced. I don't think any of us would have thought that we'd be dealing with this situation Never. in our lifetime. I was telling um, Ryan, I thought about war. I thought about not being in this country. I thought about illegal immigrants in faith. I mean, you name it, I have thought about, but I don't think I have never thought about an invisible monster, you know, that could... <laughs> It's trying to wipe us out and it's funny because the more I think about the more I know that this is the type of situation maybe we should be prepared of I, I mean bombs we all all this country has bombs and to be honest we haven't really experienced no explosions yet I feel like nobody's really prepared for this type of situations if this thing has taught us anything is that none of us are prepared you know yeah, I agree. I agree. And during, you know, especially during this time, I find myself a little irritable, uh, a little extra irritable. Um, I don't know. How are you doing, Rochelle? Are you and um, um, Aaron and your son, how are you guys holding up? We're doing good. Um, this <laughs> catastrophe, as most people are calling it, um, has turned into a tiny blessing for our family. My husband's actually leaving to I get know. deployed in two weeks. So the extra time for our family is actually a blessing for us. Um, and we're, we're learning a lot about, 
utilizing some of the tools that we've gotten over the past four or five years in recovery and with our church. Um, we've definitely Dave Ramseyized our budget. Oh, good. Because of going down to a single income family right now. Um, but I would, I would say that <clears throat> overall, we're just giving each other that big G word that is so big in recovery. We're extending grace to each other. Um, we have a four bedroom house, so we're lucky that if one of us needs to, um, socially distance from each other, we right. can go into another bedroom. Right, right. I'm like, I now. need a little social distance break. I put myself in timeout a few days ago and I, um, put myself in timeout about like 4 PM and, um, I didn't come back out of my room. I just timed myself out. It was, it was ugly. <laughs> And that's okay, though. Yeah, but yeah. it was good I recognized it. <laughs> it was good over I recognized here, Over here has been better than I expected. Besides, you know, Ryan and I, we don't get in many arguments. Like, with, uh, you know, we never have, really. Normally, I fight him. Right. It's always be like that. <laughs> right. You're the but spicy we one. Did, we get it. Yes. <laughs> yes, you know, normally he just, he's the calm one and just doesn't, it dies there. It doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah. But we did got into two, you know. Oh, really? really? Yes. <gasps> yes. I I'm shocked. I don't know what it was about. It was about nothing because I don't even remember. It always but is, isn't it? It was probably like, you say this, you said, no, I didn't, no, you're lying. Some like, you know, like nothing yeah. of, of sentence and... So the next day we had, like, we were calm. We had to, like, okay, we're going to be doing, and he's still going to work, you know? So I don't think he was anything like that. But maybe because I've been staying home, it's almost a month for me now, Yeah. you know? And, um, which I like staying home. I'm not complaining, but my, I feel like I'm a lot busier now. My, my workload has doubled. I started a job that I'm still working, you know, through different With, and working. being a teacher. And I'm a teacher now, and I make 100,538 meals a day, you know, so it's just, um, <laughs> it's just been a lot. <laughs> you should, we call her the snack bee. <laughs> oh, but so you had a good, healthy conversation after you had your... Yes, you're we're good. And, you know, I think, we, we, like I say, we never get into it, but I think it's just the stress of everything. Yeah. And and my problem is that it's just when I don't feel understood or oh. appreciated, you know, it's like you don't get it. You don't get You get to go out and you get, you know, you still get to do this. And I, you know, my pity party dramatic too. Right. Help, you know, and I, and I know that. And we realize we're like, okay, we're just running on different lifestyles now and, and things are different. So, you know, there was some apologies and he was wrong, obviously. Obviously. But, um, I, mean, I apologize too, just to maintain peace. <laughs> just to maintain peace, she said. Hey, Rochelle, is there, are there things that come up like before um, your spouse gets deployed that like, is like, you know, like a common thing for a lot of people that you'll start fighting before they leave or, you know, uh, you, you'll find habits that come up, that pop up before 
people go on deployment? Um, I think the only difference right now in our relationship is the amount that he is engaged. There's a phenomenal checklist in his head going on right now. Like I said, he leaves in two weeks, so he's worrying about making sure paperwork's in, making sure that I have all the signatures on all the paperwork as far as like giving me legal rights to make decisions while he's away, um, access to any and all financial documents, um, basically packing. He's got three huge like 20 gallon um, things that he has to pack. He has like a three page list of stuff that has to go on. He's still wrapping up things at his full-time job as a military mechanic before they go. Um, and then just making sure he's also in charge of some of the people that are going with him. So making sure that they're staying on top of their packing list. And But as far as in our home, he's sometimes I have to remember, hey, I need you to unplug from the military and snap back into the family life. And come you're back still home. Here, you're still with us for two weeks. Um, but then he also has to remind me, like, not to get so <clears throat> upside down in wanting to control the future since none of us know what's going on and how long this virus is really going to take to eradicate itself or get us back to a healthy living where we can all be around each other again you know I automatically go into planning mode so I start you know what happens if this what happens if that what happens if that and I constantly have to remind myself and he's really really good about extending grace when he reminds me that Worry doesn't offer a return on its investment. So anything That's, that you oh, invest... Say that again. <laughs> worry doesn't offer a return on its investment. So anything that you invest, spending that time and that energy and the worrying and processing things that may never come to fruition, you get nothing in return of it. So good. Um, it, basically, worry, it, it's, a, it's a thief. It's a robber. It takes your joy. It takes your love. It takes your, your everything in life, you know? For me lately, it's been taking my patience and my lack of control. And um, but I have to remember not to invest time and energy into it, just to be sane. Right. So how are you oh, maintaining healthy relationships outside of your family right now during this time where we cannot be around each other? How how are you going through that? So basically, the phone and the computer are my best friend right now. Um, I have a lot of girlfriends going through a lot of different avenues in life right now. And I know that the the common denominator in a lot of our conversations is, hey, I'm calling you because I need to get anchored right now. And I, I, I think that that's true for a lot of us right now. A lot of us are going through things. And although we love the people that we're quarantined with every now and then, we just need to touch base with somebody that's outside of our home that can help bring us back to reality and a calm comforted anchored place so uh, I use zoom a lot I touch in daily with people via text message um, phone calls I'm on all platforms of social media um, in the Bible I know that there's a lot of women that are starting um, to come around and do devotionals on zoom right now starting small groups on zoom right now yeah my um, friend just started one she just She's like, do you want to do a study while we're home? And I'm like, yeah, why not? <laughs> you know, it's nice. It's it, that's and that's also another thing then to have a healthy relationship is to have another connection with 
And it's also with people that I wouldn't normally be in group with because they live on the other side of town. But with this, we can meet, you know, virtually. So it's so nice. And now that yeah, we can do this. To hang up because you can't really say like, I really got to go. I got to run because it's a lie. You don't really got to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot more about being um, truly intentional with your time right now especially in those relationships. But this is also an opportunity for people to be able to pour into relationships that you maybe didn't have time to do that in a yeah. previous setting. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm having a real, um, real cool relationship building time with um, my youngest daughter, Zoe. And um, we're doing things that we wouldn't normally do. And um, so I ordered um, some canvases, brushes, paints, because she's interested in painting. And so am I. I'm an artist. Like, I love to do art and different forms of art and media, um, different media types of... And and so I ordered all this stuff, and, and we painted together, and we watched a tutorial, and, like, learned how to make the sunset together, and... But I think it's those things that are going to grow our relationship. And she's like, oh, I can't do it. I'm like, wait a second. We have all the time in the world. It, you only tried once or twice. Let's try one more time. You know, we have the time. Because we're always in a rush. I feel like as a single mom, like I'm always in a rush. I'm always rushing here, rushing there, going to church, going to work, going to pick her, pick her up from school, pick pick this up from the store, go to the, go to church, go to the store, go to this, always doing something. And right now that we have the time, it's so nice to sit with her and like have a real one-on-one -on -one conversation and try something new and, uh, those kinds of things. So I'm really enjoying this time actually for me. You know, it's, it's me really I good. Telling, I never uh, would get this time. I was telling a friend of mine, she posted something on, on her Instagram, like how, a lot of people are complaining about spending time um, with their family or kids or whatever. You know what I mean? And I, I mean, joke about, yeah, I, I joke, joke about around, it too. Know, because it, not gonna lie, there has been tantrums. The iPhone died. The iPhone, the iPad died, and that was a big one. You know, so there, there's been a couple things, but for the most part, and I tell these people, I'm like, it's been so much better than I expected to be. Like, you know, I feel like we're having more of a bonding time. Just Me too. Just you and I, because Ryan's still at work, you know, and yeah. um, we get to make meals together and smoothie and, you know, I try to teach him that type of stuff and I feel yeah. like, yes, we're doing homeschool too, but we're having more of a bonding time yeah. together. I get to read to him every day, you know, even though you know not on a setting where it's like i feel obligated almost yeah like bedtime like let's go to bed whatever to make you sleep you know how about but you with your son like, rochelle you too well so something she just said you know i i have a lot of girlfriends with kids and i think what we've been very um aware of is instead of saying things like i have to be home with my family or yeah. i have to be home with my kid all day when my husband gets to go to his job it's changing that verbiage not only in what we say and how we present it but in our own hearts is i get to stay home with my kid i get to learn new things about my kid i get to see that 
not only is he an amazing student, but he's really interested in the military. He loves World War II vehicles right now. That's his new thing. We're learning oh, how neat. to garden together. I'm oh, yeah. how to cook right now. Nice. So I get to do all these things with my kids. Do I have to do them? I do. But I'm blessed because I get to do these yeah. things with my kid right now. Yeah. And so, I think, you know, lately, I, I for the last few years, I have experienced um, because of my past and everything going on, how I maybe not had that opportunity in the future. And I keep reminding myself of that when I'm just like tired or, or I feel overwhelmed. I was like, just a few months ago, I was afraid of losing it all, you know, and and. I was like, wow, how, and that instantly changed my perspective on everything. And I was like, this is actually what I wanted, what I've wanted this whole time, you know? And and when I put it in those terms, I feel like I just, I, I it just completely changed my mindset. I, I go from a overwhelmed, don't know what to do to a completely utterly attitude of gratitude, like instantly. So it all links back to, really, the attitude of gratitude. I mean, I think that's what you're saying, right? Yes, I said that last episode, and I say that, and I say that every day. You say it every day. (laughs) Because I know it works. I know. And I've been practicing that for six years now. Yeah. You know, because I felt like there was nothing else I could do in my life like everything it felt like didn't matter what i did everything just went wrong i've been doing everything right and you know i stop drugs and i go to church and i'm a good person i don't you know walk on the wrong side of the street like all this stuff and still everything's going wrong right if it, it felt like when now I know everything was just setting me up for where I am today. Right. And I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for the relationship I have with God because that was my prayer. And I realized that not that long ago <laughs> that I was praying to be more intimate with God. And he was giving me all these things to, to draw me closer to him. And I was like, oh, uh, I had that aha moment, right? Right. Where I was like, this is what I've been asking for. So be careful what you pray for. Again, I say that last time. You say say that every time. It's so true. (laughs) (laughs) It is so true. But I mean, but I think that's how we live in recovery. I think that's the the best way to live in recovery is is the most authentic way to live in recovery is an attitude of gratitude. I don't think we can take life without without it i wouldn't be able to that's for sure because and you know what i think also is having people around you that also have the attitude of gratitude because when i'm out of my attitude of gratitude Raffaella will remind me to get back in it and when she's out of it i'll remind her to get back in it so it she rarely ever is out of it she's amazing but <laughs> but I think that's um, a really good point, too, is to when you maintain these healthy relationships, then you have people around you that can bring you back that when you're struggling, they'll bring you back. But when they're struggling, you'll bring them back. So I think that's that's. Um, and, you know, one other thing before um, before I, I go back to Michelle, I think there will be for us in our lifetime, life before coronavirus and life after coronavirus and I feel and I I 
keep focusing on the good that these things, this virus has brought us. One, people are nicer. Two, people are focusing on what truly matters, family and, 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 and things like that, you know. And people understand that all this money and party and, and all these things, it, it means nothing if we don't have the people we love around us, you know? So I feel like that humanity will be better in a way, you know, obviously it's awful. I'm not saying that this is a good thing. And I'm sad that it maybe has taken this for all of us to realize what truly matter in life. And if this is what it takes to bring people closer to, to Jesus, hey, you know, who am I to say that? I'm not God, thank Let's God. Let's be honest. At least it's not another flood, because <laughs> he could have he done that and got rid of a lot of problems in the world. But... And we would have been first to go. <laughs> we were just washed right away. <laughs> yeah, so I like what Raffaello said. Uh, attitude of gratitude is definitely in the top three of my toolbox. Um, we talk about toolboxes and building them all the time in recovery. Yeah. Um, my attitude of gratitude, my community utilizing the people in it and the healthy relationships to pour into each other and find hope on the days where we might experience worry that that really brings us to a place where we feel hopeless, you know, pouring into and reaching out to that community. Um, Because even though we're all quarantined in our homes right now, that doesn't mean that you can't still utilize the tools and reach out. Yeah. You know, we still have technology. We still have Zoom. We still have telephones. We still have instant messenger. You can video chat with someone on Facebook. You can send people messages through Instagram. You can send people at TikTok that really touched your heart. I know a lot. There's a girl on TikTok that prays, and I'll be scrolling through at night, and she'll be like, stop, 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 wait. Let me pray for you. And every time I stop and like her post because I'm like, this is amazing. And where did she come from, and how did she think to use this platform? Wow, that's cool. And then the third one is, for my toolbox that really helped me is worship, man. Worship music, like Natalie Grant says, that's my greatest weapon in this time. Anytime I feel anxiety creeping in or depression creep in, I'll be like, okay, we're not going to do this right now. I'll turn SOS on. I'll go in the backyard. I'll start pulling weeds. I'll do whatever it takes to get out of that mindset. Um, And that's only when the community phone call doesn't work because I know we're still busy. Even though we're quarantined, I know that there's other things that take precedence over answering the phone all the time. So if I can just stick to those top three during this time, I think think I'll be okay. Another thing that is helping me tremendously, it's exercise Mm -hmm. and, and walks. You know, like I put my SOS on, even when I walk with the family, especially when I walk with the family, I just, I just do like this and I have my headphones on and I don't even know what's going on. I'm like, yes, Jesus, if you say so, like, it's just, you know, because I feel like getting outside and that pressure and, and on top is that my food intake has like tripled. Oh, Right, so I mean, I need, I it's need so something bad. to like balance this out. It's so bad. So, the carbs are so okay. bad. Oh, it's. I, I don't even want to. It's. About it. oh. yeah, we need a whole episode for this. Oh. We need a whole episode for the food. We need like a seven whole year worth of episodes minutes. over the food. Oh, it's so bad. But it's so good. It's so good. I, I know. Grace, you know. I am. I haven't even waited. No, I waited myself this morning. No, no, we're not going there. Nope, nope, nope. It's not even that bad. I expected 
expect it worse. So I'm happy. It's not great, but it's not oh as bad as I expected. But, you know, I mean, I'm giving myself grace there and just That's trying good. to do my best. And, you know, exercise has always helped with my anxiety and my depression before coronavirus, you know. So I figured, and there's so much, so many outlets out there. Like, all these instructors are doing free classes on Facebook, online, like all these things that you normally would pay, like Beach Body and all that stuff, you would have to pay. You don't have to pay anything. You can access all that from your living room, you know? And yeah. that's been very helpful to me. I think there's so many, and it's really warmed my heart to see so many people giving and. And, you know, and I got this text yesterday, uh, just someone out of the blue, one of our friends texted and said, you're, you're such a giving person and you're so kind. And she said it was from my post. And you know what? I'm going to tell you what, I'm never posting anything negative again. Now that she did that, it makes me realize how much people see my posts and that I, I, I really have to be positive and stay with the attitude of gratitude be positive all the time not not and not 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 share my life i i'm still going to share my life i'm still going to share the ups and downs but my relationships with people are more important than than other things so um it, she she doesn't know she did that but she did that yesterday so i believe that i believe that we had we impact a lot of people that we don't even know yes Possibly positively and negatively depends on which direction we try to take Mm -hmm. you know and and i've realized that a a little while back and and i'm more mindful of the things i say or of the things i post you know i always try to go towards more the funny positivity yeah side than anything yeah other than that yeah but i just thought that was another way that like maintaining positive relationships just sending like a i love you you're amazing i think you're so cool you know like i that really warmed my heart and it made me have um a better relationship for um (laughs) rafael is gonna kill her son it's really cute um (laughs) did you hear my dogs in the background like it's so funny uh, this is real life people. But, um, anyway, it just made me feel like so happy to like, just get that little text. And I think, um, if you send a little text to somebody, just, you know, just tell somebody you love them. Maybe they, they're, whoever you send it to, they're going to need it at that moment. It's going to be the perfect timing for them. I promise you. Because I'm going to pray about that. So maybe that's a little challenge that I'm putting out to people on this episode. If you've listened this far, send a text to somebody you love. (laughs) Tell them you love them. There is just so many other things I think going on right now that it could be worse than this virus. Fear, number one. You know, fear. Anyways, number two, obviously, you know, the financially part uh, 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 of and that goes along with fear. Uh oh. Wait, know? wait. Um, so, wait. You broke up. So sorry. You were talking and you broke up. You were talking about financially. I just. I'm just saying that there is a lot other factors, you know, involved that it can cause panic in people. Besides the fact that you know, 
the coronavirus and it spreads and all that stuff, there is the financially part, there is, you know, the stress that that can cause in the family, you know, mm -hmm. and, and the fear of it all, the fear of the financially part, the fear of the virus, the fear is just so much that could be happening in one's life that I feel like the positivity that anybody can bring, and I'm saying, and people have been, you know, people are so much nicer in, in, in these times, I feel like, you know, that people have been very compassionate and yeah. understanding of others' feelings. And yeah. to remember that it's okay to feel all those feelings and to feel those feelings and don't bottle and make it like, oh, I'm okay, when it, you're not okay. You know, reach out and, and reach out to your community because it's okay to feel like that, but we don't have to stay stuck in those feelings, right. you know? Right, right, Yeah. Yeah, thank so, you. So, Barb, you... You were talking about um, posting things, sending people text messages. Uh, my husband has dubbed me the queen of post-its because at any given time in my house, there's post-its all over the house with Bible verses, intentions, prayer requests. Um, and one of the biggest ones that I have right now is Proverbs 12:25, which simply says that worry weighs a person down and encouraging word cheers a person up. As faith followers in this community, it is our responsibility to make sure that we are doing just that, lifting our community up, reaching out, checking in on people, getting people the means of the things that they need. Uh, one of the biggest things is, and I know that we've all been sharing it diligently, is just the food pantry option mm. for people on Facebook, the services that our church offers with messages of hope, mm -hmm. the open share groups that have picked back up again, even though we don't have a room to sit in, um, you're still able to go on and talk and and teach and and learn and share with women that are like-minded and dealing with and struggling with the same things you are so again like you said i really believe in in, in fighting the fear and the worry and the anxiety and the depression that creeps in with continuing to reach out and maintain those healthy relationships and the community that we're all a part of that was beautiful that was so good i think we should end there i think it's perfect um i i can't say anything better than that um thank you for ending so with with the faith <laughs> always You're so beautiful inside and out i love you so much oh, I, love you. I don't say that because it just i just say that i'm saying that because i really mean it you I know agree. like you've been such a blessing Yes. In my life, like from the beginning, you have always supported us. Yes. You know, you and Aaron. Yes, thank you. And I'm so grateful you. for that, you know, just as Recovery 201, but also, you know, in, in Personally, my life, you know, yes. in my struggles and all the time I needed prayer and, you know, lately for my tests and all school stuff, like you guys are always there in a positive manner in my life. And I'm so grateful for that. So thank you for being thank you. you. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's so beautiful. Well, you guys, thank you for joining us and thank you for um, listening. And um, I'd love to hear if um, you send that little text to someone that you love today. Um, maybe drop us a message on the um, Facebook post or the Instagram post and let us know that you um, dropped a message of love to somebody and um, that you're speaking love and sharing, you know, sharing, spread hope and. What is it, Raviella? Speak uh, love and share hope. hope. Yeah, spread hope. And when life gets lifey, stay prayed up, everyone. You yes. know, and, and if you if you need to reach to us, 
to reach out to us, our email is recovery201podcast at gmail.com. Yes, right? yes. And I'm diligently checking it every day now. So um, please, please send us an email. It's so nice to hear from people. And it's nice if you have something, uh, a request, or if you have a story to tell, call us. Let us, email us. Let us know. This is on Zoom. We can do this for anyone. And we're going to be doing more. And we're really enjoying this length, this half hour length of time. Um, we think it's a good time and um, quick conversation and just to spread some love and, you know, just really share the hope of, um, of Jesus and recovery. So thank you all for joining us. I'm Rafaela. And I'm Barb. Bye. Bye.